Hey, who's who's the best nine in the Portland Timbers history, Diego? Oof, Diego Valerius, and he was a ten. Exactly, <laughs> exactly my point. Guess who's back? Welcome back to another season of Offside with me, Taylor Twelman. I hope you enjoyed your off season. I literally did nothing. Well, not really nothing. I'm a 43-year-old trying to finish my degree at University of Maryland. Yep, Tommy boy, yours truly. It's crazy to think that the new season is here as CONCACAF Champions Cup kicked off last week, and I'm talking to a mic by myself. We are back for another year, but this year we're going to surprise you a little bit. We got new episodes coming to you on Wednesdays now to get you ready for each and every week of Major League Soccer. And that season starts today. It's almost like we did this on purpose. Huh. But MLS is kicking things off with a big game between Inter-Miami and Real Salt Lake. New season, new stars, higher stakes, same TT. Inter-Miami, the talk of the league after traveling 24,000 miles this preseason. And with the four amigos, Alba, Busquets, Messi, and Suarez, will they win an MLS Cup? That is the question. Now, Real Salt Lake will bring back Pablo Mastriani as the only manager to make the playoffs in each of the last three years. His team, led by Chicho Arango, Diego Luna, as they try and spoil that party in South Florida. Then our first weekend of the year, defending champs at Columbus Crew get started against Atlanta United, a rematch of that round one pairing that produced 14 goals over three games. Now over in the West, the marquee matchup, Denis Bawanga and LAFC host their conference semifinal opponents, the Seattle Sounders, plus DC United versus New England, and Miami travel to LA to face the Galaxy to finish the slate. Watch every 2024 match, including League's Cup and the playoffs. It's all in one place. MLS season pass on Apple TV. But enough of me talking at you. I'm going to talk with you, but also with two great guests, my Apple TV co-workers, actually, to preview the 2024 MLS season. Analyst Sasha Kleshin is back, and we've also got Diego Valeri, the all-time leading goal scorer for the Portland Timbers and the now newly minted Spanish-language lead analyst for MLS season pass. We've got a ton of ground to cover, so let's go. Sasha, this isn't our first rodeo, but I figured, you know, since you and I are, you know, in the presence of, how do I say this, Diego? Royalty? Like, Sasha, is he royalty of Major League Soccer? Diego Valeri? Diego? Yeah. 100%. The guy's a legend. That's too much, Taylor and Sasha. That's too (laughs) too much. No, I'm just right. This is what Apple and MLS told me. Now that you're the new lead analyst for the Spanish language broadcast. Diego, congratulations. Are you excited? Thank you so much. I am. I am really excited. Uh, You know, you are my model. So, Oh, boy, you're in trouble. (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm in trouble. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. So, but no, I'm really happy. I'm very excited. I, try, I have some tryout with the preseason games in Miami, but uh, still, it's a different job. You know, in studio, it's a totally different job. I know, but how excited are you, Diego, to be in the stadium and just revisiting and reliving so many of those beautiful places where you scored a ton of goals? Yeah, some of them, you know, I haven't played, but uh, anyways, I'm excited to to have a new role and and and... MLS is so attractive, so fun, and uh, it's all about that. So I'm really excited, and I want to be responsible. You know me, and I want to be, you know, a good analyst. 
But I'm going to miss you in New York, Diego. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to miss you too. And I'm going to miss those games we played in, in New York, you know? Yeah. I, I recruited Diego to our 7v7 league down in Chinatown, and him and I made a pretty good one-two connection. Oh, I'm I thought you, you meant man. drinking games while you guys were on air. I didn't know what you meant by games. My apologies. All right, so using the drinking games is a good segue. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through each team, but I'm going to give one of you the ability to say if you're buying or selling that team based on what they're going to do in the season. But before we get into that, I want to find out, as obviously Major League Soccer over the last couple of days have released their new kits, their new jerseys, every team releasing either a primary or a secondary. So, Sasha, I'm going to start with you. Who stole the show in style in that release? Seattle Sounders. Oh, my God. We agree already. <laughs> so, I mean, this jersey is sick, mixed together with the light blue shorts. Like, this is something we haven't seen out of Seattle yet, and I think it's fire. I got to say, Adidas did a really good job across the board. There's a lot of really good jerseys. But I love that Seattle kit. Sasha was a an Adidas spokesperson for 75 years, so naturally he would plug that well. <laughs> hey, Diego, still am, still am, <laughs> still am. Diego, the only reason why both he and I love Seattle is because you played for Portland. You understand that, right? I know, I know. And actually, I'm actually, I'm in, in love with the Portland jersey, with the new oh, one. Oh, get out with of the here! Kids. You like it. it? No, no. I'm, I'm not. Maybe, maybe I'm partial, but. Uh, is what I think. I love it. Yeah, I love of course it. you were going to say that. I'm on the other side of the street. No way. First off, LAFC stole it in the announcement with Will Ferrell saying, quote, Messi's going to shit his pants, end quote. That was fantastic. I thought the New York Red Bull kit was fire. I thought Orlando City with the legacy kit and the USL crest and the lavender color, but Seattle kills it. 50th year anniversary. There's so much history. It's unique for Seattle. That's a little traditional that isn't i thought it was brilliant now diego i'm going to start with you who wouldn't you wear even if nobody knew you were wearing it there was no windows no doors in a room but you still would never wear that jersey because it was disgusting i mean i think new england jersey <laughs> could could be better you know you know why because they try to do vintage and they have great colors with the blue and red and white but i think they they could be better. <laughs> Especially the number 20 jersey. I love the fact Sasha Diego's figured me out real quick, by the way. Real quick. Oh, uh, yeah. Sasha, I'm going to take this before you you finish it off. I think Columbus fell flat for me, but honestly, what did they care? It, they're MLS Cup reigning champions. Quite honestly, I'd wear a garbage bag if I could say I was an MLS Cup champion. But I'm bringing this to you. LA Galaxy just never does enough for me. But isn't that kind of what the idea is there? Just a clean, white, nothing really extravagant, kind of remodeling you know, the Real Madrid type look, so to speak? I got to be honest. I like the Galaxy Of course kit you do. Because it's, it's classic. Listen, it's classic. Like you said, Real Madrid, the Galaxy is supposed to be the Galacticos of MLS. They're supposed to be known for their all white when they play at home. And they've had the sash. The sash is their thing that, that's gone back for 15 years now. So I don't mind it. But the one that I really don't like is Minnesota United. It's just like, what is this? Stars in the night, Aurora Borealis. I don't like it, man. I don't think I'd want to wear that jersey. Sorry, Minnesota United fans. Sorry, loons. All right, enough about the jerseys. Let's get right into the uh, nuts and bolts of it all. 2024 MLS season previews right now. We're going to play a game. 
called Buying or Selling. We're going to go through the list in how they finished last year. We're going to start with the Eastern Conference. And Diego Valeri, you get the Supporter Shield winners, FC Cincinnati. Are you buying or selling them in 2024? I am. I'm buying. I'm buying them because they they have the platform. I mean, uh, Pat Noonan has done a great job. They have the MVP of the league. Even if uh, Brandon Vasquez left left the team and Mosquera, they they got Mice Robinson, Corey Bird, which I think it's gonna mm-hmm. join really really good to the team. And it looks like uh, they have Luca Oreshano almost for them to to be signed to be uh, make the deal soon, which is a great Argentinian. Uh, it's a winger, but he can play on the left, and I think it's gonna give them more uh, possibilities to play in different ways if they need it. So I'm I'm buying Cincinnati for sure. I don't think they're gonna make another final maybe or mm-hmm. win another trophy, but I'm buying, I'm buying. I'm buying them as well. I think they're going to be motivated to go over the line. Let's go to the second team in the East, Sasha Orlando City. Are you buying or selling them? Big time buy. Me too. I've got them winning the Supporter Shield this year. I know it's hard to predict in MLS who's going to win the Supporter Shield, who's going to go, but Orlando, I think, got better. I think Muriel is a, a big talent coming over from Italian Serie A. Uh, I talked to a friend of mine who played, who was teammates with Muriel, said this guy is uber talented mm-hmm. and has the ability to get goals. And then playing for Oscar Pereja, I think will bring the best out in him. So that team who finished second in the table last year, I think they take that one step further and can win the supporter shield. I like them a lot. Diego, we're going to go back to the MLS Cup. Reigning champions, the Columbus crew, are you buying or selling them? I'm buying. I'm buying. I'm buying. Have to, I'm in right? love of you know, yeah, you know I'm in love with uh, with the way they play. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not going to be easy to keep the same motivation. They already won a championship, but Nancy has shown that he's a great coach and uh the only the part is Julian Gressel, which was important but it wasn't a starter most of the season, right? Farsi did it really well, so I'm buying. I mean, Sasha, it's hard not to buy probably the sexiest team in the league week in and week out. Yeah. No, you've got to buy Columbus. They, they will be in contention for trophies, and they're going to entertain us while they're at it, and we love watching them. This is going to be an interesting one, Sasha, for you. The Philadelphia Union, are you buying or selling them? Uh, as much as it hurts me to say this, I got to I gotta sell Philadelphia and this why? season. Because I think... I think their time with their core group of older players has come to its turn. And I think it's time to move on. And I think they needed to buy some younger, dynamic players this offseason. And they didn't really add anybody to make a difference. So I, I got to sell. Having said that, they're still a quality team. They still have that core. I love Jim Curtin. I like that group of players. Do they I make think the playoffs make, for you? I think they make okay. the playoffs, yes. They're a playoff team, but I don't think they really challenge for trophies this year. And I think by the end of the season, they'll be saying, okay, maybe we're a year late on this and it's time to start going out in the market and buying a few younger players. Sasha, it's interesting. I'm uh, I'm selling Philadelphia too. I think they need to be a little bit more, it's weird to say with their academy, more dynamic, more young. I get it. Wagner comes back. Bedoya comes back. I think Jack McGlynn's the key to that. I think he needs to be more of a leader. He has to have more of a presence. Diego, I'm going back to you because you played for him. Caleb Porter, he takes over for the New England Revolution, trying to be the first manager to win three MLS Cups with three different teams. Are you buying or selling 
the New England Revolution. And I know you're not wearing their jersey, but are you buying their team? I'm not wearing the jersey, but I'm buying. I have to. I have to buy because you know <laughs> Caleb Porter. You know why Caleb Porter's watching yeah, you right Yeah, because he's going to be mad with me. But <laughs> besides that, you know, every time he, he get a, a, new, a new team, he coached for the first year there, the first season, he succeeded a lot. So in Portland, uh, we, we made uh, the conference final, you know, being a new roster totally. And, uh, and then in Columbus, he won the, the, the MLS Cup. So, and, you know, the way he played, 4-2-3-1 with, with, you know, with a team that has, has quality on the roster, experienced people, uh, heel as a key, you know, he likes to, he loves to play with the 10, mm-hmm. the playmaker. So I think I'm, I have to buy because of Kano, but I'm buying because of, you know, uh, the, the quality they have. Yeah, they've got to find someone to score goals, though. Sasha, Atlanta United fans could actually be excited about the upcoming year. Buying or selling Atlanta United? Another team in the East that is big-time buy for I me. I agree. Uh, just that front four now of uh, uh, Yakumakis, Tiago Almada, Saba, Jean de Silva, that's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. And all of these guys have a little bit of MLS experience now, so that year two bump where they know the league and they get after it. I like this defensive midfielder, the Polish guy they added to add some bite to the team. Muyumba is strong in midfield. The biggest questions for Atlanta will be at the back line again. And I think there's a question as to who's going to be the starting goalie this season as well in Atlanta. So they have some things to figure out, but I could totally see Yakumakis and Tiago Almada okay. being the two front runners for the MVP this year. And I've got Yakumakis winning the golden boot. And I think he can push and get close to 30 goals with the type of service he's going to get and the nose he has for goal. I mean, We've got six teams in the East right now. We're buying the top five already. I was like, just going to say that. stacked this year. Yep. Stacked. The East is stacked. They lost Miles Robinson. I actually think they got better. I think Yako Makis could be the front runner to win the Golden Boot and MVP. I think Cohen coming in, pushing Brad Guzan is a good thing. But I would argue with anyone right now for the first time since they won MLS Cup in 2018, they've got their best roster in years, not talent-wise, but roster that complements each other and actually has balance to them versus years ago where, yeah, they may have spent more money, they may have had more talent, but none of them fit together. There's too many square pegs in round hole. Diego, I got a team that I am going to sell. I want you to tell me if I'm right or wrong. Nashville, I'm selling them. I'm selling them too. I'm, I think why are I'm you gonna, selling I'm, them? I think they're going to make the playoff, but I'm selling them. They, they didn't make... Like big movements, right? Taylor Boyd, it's 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 a good player. He showed in in Galaxy that he's a good winger. He's, he can score. He can take one v ones. But you know, Fafa was important for them. McCarthy uh, Dax was important for them. And they playing Champions League is not gonna be easy for them. There's you know more trouble, more more games, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna have a great season. Still, they have the chance to make the play if they yeah, have good players. Yeah, but Diego, I'm with you. They, they Listen, they mm-hmm. gave up 32 goals last year. Honey Mukhtar had two goals in his last 18 games of the regular season. Two goals. Real quickly, Sasha, are you buying or selling Nashville? Because you got two sellers here. I, I mean, is there a hold? I think they finish in seventh again and they make the playoffs. I, I think they've got enough quality to make the playoffs. I like the Tyler Boyd signing, like Diego said, and I'm hopeful to see Sam Sturridge take that second-year step in Major League Soccer now that he knows the league, but I don't know. I'd just say hold right now. 
Yeah, I mean, Drew Yearwood was their big signing in the offseason, right? And and he fits some of it, but I, I don't know how it is. Speaking of Drew Yearwood, his former club, New York Rebels. Sasha, are you buying or selling? And by the way, their New Jersey was mint. Mint. Yeah, their New Jersey is fire. I, I would say I'm buying a couple of shares of the New York Red Whoa. Bulls. I'm, I'm not all in on the New York Red Bulls, but Emil Forsberg gets me excited. Oh, yes. And from all accounts from preseason, this guy has just notched everything up a level at the New York Red Bulls and has a certain quality that can win games. I still think they need a striker. Thank you. And they need some other pieces. They desperately need a striker. Go out and get a striker, and that puts that team, you know, to challenge some of these teams in the East because the style of play, the tactics, it always gets them far. It gets them somewhere. They're in every game. They've got some talented young players. So I'd say buy a couple of shares. They'll make the playoffs, but the quality still is not there yet throughout the whole team. That's why I'm selling. You've got arguably the best passer in the midfield since, yeah, Sasha Kleshton. Forsberg's killed it in the preseason, and yet I'm still looking in this camera, talking in this microphone, who's going to score goals? Who's going to score goals? If they have someone that can score goals, the system suits the players. I think Forsberg's going to be newcomer of the year. I'll be shocked if he's not. They played Charlotte in the playoffs last season. Diego, that's my next one. I'm selling Charlotte, and this is not because Dean Smith, not the basketball coach, the soccer coach is coming. They got two DP spots open. I have no idea what they're doing with their roster in the first six months. They gave up more points than any team from a winning position last year. Diego, are you selling Charlotte with me? I am, Taylor. I am selling. I'm selling Charlotte. They haven't signed anything. I mean, they're behind Luciano Rodriguez, which is mm, uh, good signing you know, if they pull it off. Yes, but I don't know. They, uh, I don't think they're they're doing the right thing in the in the market to to be a better team. They show some, you know, some style during the 2023, but it didn't work well. Copetti is still like trying to to get you know his spot and. Uh, no, I'm selling. I'm selling. I don't think uh, I don't think they're gonna make even the playoff. But on the other hand, they got two DP spots open, and they got an owner that has more money than God. And if he wants to go all in and change it in six months, they may have the ability to do so. But I'm telling you, before June 15th, I think Charlotte's up against it. Sasha Montreal, bottom five in the East for goals scored in 2023. They go out and get Joseph Martinez. Is that a buy or sell moment for this club? Uh, sell for me. I'm selling Joseph Martinez too. I think he has not looked the same in the past couple of years. He's talking about trying to get to Wando's record. I just don't see it. Uh, I don't see him getting 60 something goals in the next couple of years. I I am intrigued to see Laurent Courtois come in. I think the players will be revitalized to play for a coach who is similar to Wilfred Nazi, who some of these guys played for two years ago. And after the nightmare of having to play for Hernan Losada and the the totally different style of play. The players will be rejuvenized, but I don't know if there's enough quality in that team to do exactly what Columbus has been doing because Columbus has quality players all over the field. Diego, New York City FC, I am buying, and I'm going to tell you why. I am as intrigued as I've ever been on young players and their acclimation to the first level in any country. They took $25 million from selling Tati and Gabrielle and now they've turned it into six or seven young players under the age of 23, 24 that could turn into some real buys. Are you buying or selling New York City? I'm selling. I'm selling, Taylor. 
I'm selling. I'm selling. I agree with you. It's good for them to. I'm actually. It's the, in the last in the past years they have invested, but their best season was with experience. Yes, it was. People with a core that it was experience. Uh, obviously, Tat, Tati Casasanos was was still young, but he was already competitive and he had well, experience in different countries. There, third season yeah, there, Diego. So, so you're right. Potentially, they're gonna be a strong team, but, but I, not I this assume. Year. Not this year. Uh, they they will need a, a time to adapt, and uh, even if Agustino Heda is for me is gonna be you know uh, one of the most important for them this this coming season. You know the Racing Blue guy, the the young guy, yeah. Argentinian. So yeah, but still, and the East, you know. Yeah, that the that's the that's the problem is the East. Sasha Nick Cushing, does he survive the year? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit surprised that he survived past the last season as well. It just it wasn't good in New York City last season. I am intrigued also by the young Serbian striker they just got from Red Star Belgrade, yep. Mijatovic. Yep. Yeah, um, good player, exciting player. Talked to some of my Serbian friends about him. They said he's very good. Uh, but you know, with young players and so many good young players on the roster, just the inconsistency throughout the season. Yeah, and Sash, he's coming to New York City. He's going to be playing at Yankee Stadium, City Field sometimes. Like It takes a little bit yeah. to adjust, which is why Diego's point of experience, look, David Villa came in, lit things up right away. You have that experience, even though the red wedding, right? Wait, didn't that happen? Yeah, that, that happened once. Oh, it happened once. Yeah. Are we still talking about that? I was there, so later? might as well bring it up. I'm just trying to get <laughs> listeners to remember that I, I actually was there. Sasha, let's go. Uh, stay down. I-95, DC United. I'm selling. This has to me square pegs and round hole. Troy Lesane, I think, did a good enough job with what he had with the Red Bulls, but that is a Red Bull system that he changed. He learned, he called Jesse Marsh, he got acclimated to it. Now you go to a roster that can't play that way. There's no, I, I'm selling DC, you? Yeah, I got, I got to sell DC as well. Uh, and I think you hit the nail on the head there, Taylor. Just uh, a Red Bulls coach going to a DC team who's used to just sitting back and being defensive to, to now, is he going to ask them to play high pressure, high energy football like New York Red Bulls? I just don't see it. And I just still don't see enough quality in that team. Like Benteke has even shown he's not a 20 goal goal no. scorer in MLS. And I like Mateusz Klick in the midfield. I think he's a very good soccer player, but there's just not enough quality in that squad to get anywhere near the Eastern playoffs uh, with the quality of the East. I agree. Chicago fired Diego. I love what they've done this offseason. They've gone out, spent more money than they've ever spent. Uh, getting a guy like Kellen Acosta, Andrew Gutman, uh, some understandings of who Brian Gutierrez wants to be and who they want him to be. I think they're one of the more interesting teams to watch. I'm buying the Chicago Fire. Are you? I'm not. I'm selling. <laughs> I'm selling. That. And I told you, I told you, uh, uh, you know, we, we did the Miami game against New Soul Boys. You told me you were happy yep. with Chicago uh, market, uh, how they, you know, built the, the, the roster, but I still think that the East is gonna is gonna be better than that. Uh, obviously, Fran Coplas it's his an experience. He did a good job uh, last season, but still, I don't think you know. I don't know what what's their style. I don't I don't know. Maybe you know if uh, the 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 new uh, striker Quippers, if 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 he got you know goals, but still, my my big question is as, as Sasha uh, says uh, before. The defense, you know, the way they defend, it's uh, the, the way they, because East Conference teams, they have all a huge offensive potential. So they do. 
So that's why I'm selling. I'm with you. I'm selling. Listen, if you're starting number 10, whether you're paying him $8 million yes. or, or $800,000 and he's getting you five goals and five assists, that's not good enough in MLS. This is the league of the number 10. So many good number 10s around the league that. that the game flows through. Yes. And five goals and five assists last season out of Shakiri, it's not enough. And he's the high, one of the highest paid players in the league. You're just not going to be a playoff team if that's what your production is getting out of your most important player. I agree. Completely agree. Diego, I'm coming back to you. I'm going a little bit in order because I'm saving the best for last. Toronto, big question marks, little to no cap space. Speaking of high-paid players not doing anything, can John Herdman coach his way out of a corner? I don't know if I'm even buying Toronto, even though they finished in last place, where if they finish second to last, technically that's an improvement. I just don't know if I love this matchup of Insigne Bernadeschi and John Herdman, a national team, international coach, coaching a club team for the first time ever in his career. I think I'm selling Toronto still. I'm with you in this one. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm selling. I'm selling. I don't think they they show character, uh, even that, right? They don't They don't have a style. They didn't, I, don't, I don't know. They don't look uh, united as a team. That's key. When you have some names, I mean, Osorio, I like the way he, he played. Uh, they have Insigne, Bernalesco, whatever, right, that they can do some in the attack. But still, you need more than that in the East. So I don't I don't think they're going to make it. I think that I'm selling it. Sasha, buying or selling Toronto, yes or no? I'll buy a little bit of no, Toronto. I think, it's, I think it's a little stock that's really low right now, and you could just throw <laughs> a little bit of money in and potentially make something big. I talked to a few players on Toronto, and they really like John Herdman. They like what he's building. I talked to Aaron Long, who plays for LAFC. They just played against Toronto. Yeah, they're he better. Said, well, it's, it's, he said it's a changed team. Yep. But that's preseason. And what if they lose their first three or four games? Then how do players react? So I don't know. No, uh, what, there's so what if many Bernadeschi marks. hits his first three shots into Lake Ontario, and then all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, here we go again. I, yeah. that, that's my point. With those two being the catalyst for anything in the locker room, I'm not doing it. I saved the best for last. Sasha, you get it. Miami buying or selling. And we could take this multiple ways, but I'm going to simply ask it this way. Buying or selling, Inter-Miami wins at least one trophy this year. Man. Okay. Buy, but it's good. It's not MLS Cup and it's not Supporter Shield. It's It's some type of cup competition. Like if they're in the U.S. Open Cup or League's Cup again. I have big question marks about Miami Me just too. with I I they need so many young players to play lots of minutes this year. They're going to need to have to be able to rest Busquets, Messi, Suarez has not looked good in preseason in my opinion. So people that are saying though they're going to win the supporter shield, they're going to win the MLS Cup double, no chance in my opinion. Diego, do you want to take this where <laughs> you yelled at <laughs> me about 4 days ago? You can bash just a little bit, right? So <laughs> it's I'm buying. You know I'm buying. You know I'm buying. Of course I, I know. I, I That's think, why I uh, asked you. And I like the the way uh, Aviles and Freire played last game. I mean, it was a friend, really friendly game. But I like the way they, you know, they they understand each other, which is really important. They didn't defend well last season. They need to be a better defend defensive team, right? It's it's that's key. And uh, and I think they're gonna make it. They have. So much quality, you know, and uh, the the level of competition they have, you know, it's really it's really hard to maintain in that level, the lead level. 
So they're gonna show they're gonna show that in the moments they need it. I'm selling Sasha. I Diego's no. ears were bleeding four days ago because I went off on my soapbox and I didn't stop. Two reasons why. Now we all know with the roster moves, Noah Allen is your backup center back. Noah Allen is your backup center back. 5'8", 150 pounds that played left back or left midfield in the USL days, MLS next days, wherever it may be, academy days, doesn't matter. He's now your backup center back. Secondly, if Argentina goes to Copa America final, Messi misses one-fifth of the regular season. And if the Olympics is a real opportunity and everyone's healthy, they will be missing five, potentially six starters for the Olympics, if Messi goes and Alba goes as the two overage players for their respective countries. The most interesting part to this entire soliloquy is this. Tata Martino in his press conference said, what's the one trophy you guys are looking at this year? He said, without a doubt, CONCACAF Champions Cup. And what does that tell me? Luis Suarez may have six months left at him. <laughs> and then they readjust in the summer, whatever it may be. But he did not say defend League's Cup. He did not say the Supporter Shield. He did not say MLS Cup, and he didn't say Open Cup. He said the CONCACAF Champions Cup. Why? Because it's the first one, and he knows he can get the most out of this squad in the first four or five months. I'm selling Miami, and I think they've become the most interesting story again July 15th because I think they can rework the roster again, and it may become interesting to be in South Florida. All right, let's move on to the Western Conference. Buying or selling, Sasha Klushton. I'm starting with you. St. Louis City blew the doors off in their first season. Are you buying or selling them in year two of their franchise history? I'm buying St. Louis. Mm. I don't think they finished top of the West again, but they're definitely a top four or five team in the West, a playoff team for me. I went and watched them play in preseason this year and just the style of play, the buy-in from all the players, it, it's just, it will keep you in every game. Now, Leuven didn't play that game because he was off getting uh, his visa sorted, but Klaus up front, hopefully for a full season, yep. I think he's a quality player. Adeniran is coming into his own. I like this St. Louis team. I, I think they'll be in every game this year and I think they have some difference makers. I like them. I'm buying them because they went out and got two fullbacks, but I'm selling my interest level in them because after year one, I'm a little surprised Lutz Fondenshield didn't go out and sprinkle in a little bit of money into this thing and actually go get it. Instead, they sell Joe Akini, maybe he brings in $4 million. Dinner in's a bright spot. I get it. Klaus needs to stay healthy, but Leuven's got to be good. I'm buying how they went at it, but more games with the CONCACAF Champions Cup my interest level is kind of a sell because I'm like, eh, I don't know. Diego, I saved this one for you. Perfect. Just for you. Seattle Sounders, are you buying or selling them? And you do know your life depends on this right now in Portland, Oregon. You do know that, right? I know. I'm under pressure, but you're buying them. I, I would like to sell it, but I'm buying. Is it because of De La Vega, honestly? Because you go yes, out and it's spend because seven of De La Vega. Million, this kid could be something special. Yes, it's because of Pedro. Uh, I've been with him. I'm in Seattle, actually, right now. Because my daughter is playing a volleyball tournament, and I and I met him. We uh, got dinner a couple of days ago. He's so excited, so happy with the team being in the league. And uh, you know, Seattle is very competitive. They are strong at home, and and they have a good roster. It's a good mix, right, in between young guys and and experienced people. Very competitive. So I would like to sell it. You know why? But I, yep. I I'm I'm buying it. 
I'm buying them too. I think they're the front runners to win the West. Sasha, you're going to tell me otherwise. Buying or selling LAFC? I'm buying LAFC. I like what they did in the offseason. I I think Hugo Lloris still is a, a top-notch goalkeeper. Campos, the left back that they brought in from Santos Laguna, very good young player. The winger, Martinez from Venezuela, <sighs> amazing young player that, that a lot of people are talking about who could, you know, as he takes his time breaking into the team, could, could really help out. So I'm buying LAFC. Uh, Denny Buwanga has got to be a front runner for for MVP and yep. Golden Boot again this season. Uh, I, I think it's a good team. I, I haven't even mentioned Atuesta. I mean, this guy was a best 11 player in MLS two years ago. Fantastic midfielder. I had plenty of matchups against him, and I just always came off the pitch thinking that's just a fantastic soccer player. So I'm buying LAFC. The one, the one caveat I'll say is they don't have a nine to start the season, and you might see somebody playing up front in a false nine, someone like Bogush, you know? Yep. So maybe come summertime they have that DP spot, they still go after a striker, and then the team's always going to be strong. They're doing very good things there. Yeah, I'm buying them. Odds is one of my favorite players, and with Ilya Sanchez and Father Time holding hands, you needed a little bit more energy in the midfield. Odds it brings exactly that. One of the teams that surprised me this offseason, because I didn't plan on selling them, but I am, Diego, is the Houston Dynamo. They did very little to nothing, and Hector Herrera is actually going to be starting the season on the bench because he's injured. I'm selling the Houston Dynamo. Oof. I mean... Do I have the chance to to hold a little bit? Because well, you 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 <laughs> predicted them to finish seventh, right? Because you've got them yes. kind of like eh. Yes, I don't think they 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 did as you say much in the market. Just Gregos, like you know, he's a good midfielder, but it's not gonna you know, no. it's not gonna change a lot the team in in terms of. But they last year they looked so good. They look good. I know. So I think uh, you know Ben Olsen is is. You can tell that he's focused on uh, keep them motivated in that way, right? He he showed like actually different things that he showed in in DC. They have an experienced roster, right? So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep like I'm gonna remain my position. I know. On that, I think this summer they're gonna have to do stuff because I think it starts flat just because they didn't really do anything. It's not really deeper. I get it. They re-signed Griffin Dorsey. Great signing. He came out, but you lose Corey Baird, who did a lot of the little things for you. They and Hector Herrera is now injured, so like they don't have a scorer. Yeah, like I, I just I I don't know about Houston. I'm actually surprised they didn't do anything. Real Salt Lake, Sasha, buying or selling with Pablo Mastroni, the only manager to make the playoffs the last three seasons. And that's why I'm selling. The only manager to make the playoffs the last three seasons, and now we've heard Pablo say, oh, we're going to change the way we play. We're going to try to be more possessive. We're going to try to dominate the game more. Why? That's not you, Pablo. I, 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 I don't get that. You know, they fired all the assistant coaches. They brought in new assistant coaches. I thought things were trending upward in Salt Lake. They were going out. They were actually spending money, bringing in Chicho Arango, bringing in better quality players. I just don't think this suits Pablo and Real Salt Lake. So I see them falling off this year. Diego, the Vancouver Whitecaps have always been, quote, do you. For better or worse, they've always done themselves. Are you buying or selling? And I'm not just talking about Ryan Gold being arguably one of the best DPs in the league that nobody talks about. I'm buying. I'm buying. Ooh, yeah. You're big buying, buying both Seattle and Vancouver. Yes, I have oh. to. I mean, I told you, I would like to 
to sell. I would like to to sell, but I I have to buy and actually watch uh, the games against Tigres and 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 they were okay. a strong team. They have yep. they have a strong team. They play against Tigres, which is you know top top in Mexico, and they they play really well. They have a good goalie, Takaoka. Got a great game, and he showed good stuff last season. And Krelak, for me, is a very good addition. Fafa is a good addition, so the team looked better than last year, right? MLS they, experience, Diego. They went out and got MLS experience, which they kind of lack sometimes. No, but it's Sartini, he, he he looks so good with the team. The relationship they have, you can tell, you know, and the, the players show that in the field. So for me, it's, it's a buy. Sasha, FC Dallas, buy yourself. I'm going to buy FC Dallas. I like that they what? went out and spent money on Petr Musa. I think this is a good striker who is now going to free up Jesus Ferreira to play a little bit more underneath as that second striker, which is something I think he He's wants. better at. He's better at. Less pressure on being the guy to run around the back line and try to score goals and more of a creator type because he's a very good passer. Uh, I think Velasco can take another step up this season. I like this team. I think a little underrated team in the West that could end up in maybe the top four or five. They're an enigma. I love covering them because I like the way they go about their business. But when you look around the league and everyone doing previews, analysts have them as high as second. Some have them as low as 10th. They're a tough team to predict, tough team to figure it out. However, they went out and spent money. So first and foremost, that is a great sign that the Hunt family is now really investing in that high-level talent to go with the academy that produces players left and right. Diego, Sporting Kansas City, buying or selling? I'm buying. They didn't do much in the in the offseason, too. They didn't move the, the roster a lot, I'll, I'll be honest. But uh, what they show against uh, San Luis during the play of 2023, it's a good sign. I mean, they the departure of uh, Gary Kinda, it's important. Right, yes, Susi is. is not going to be there, Chu Spinoza. But at the same time, they show character. You know, their season was so difficult. They struggled so much at the beginning. And that's key. That's key, nevertheless, you know, to to keep uh, fighting until the end. And that's why mm-hmm. I think uh, having a West that it's not going to be like the East, as we saw last season, I think it's, it's a bind for me. And they, you know, they have a winning culture. They always make playoff. Peter Burmese has been many years there, so... It's a buy. Yeah, it's a buy, but very barely for me. They, their lineup last year, starting lineup, was 30.8 years old was the average age. That's the second oldest to the LA Galaxy. And Dembe tearing his ACL in the playoffs is a massive loss for them. He was arguably their best player in the playoffs, yet it's Peter Vermees. I get it. I understand it. And I think they're going to be doing something this summer, which is why they were a little bit quiet this winter. Sasha, San Jose Earthquakes, Unfilled DP spot, no number 10. Are you buying or selling them? I got to sell at this point right now. There, there's no number 10 on the roster, right? Maybe maybe the youngster, Nico Chikiris, ends up playing there, but he's been battling some injuries this preseason. Their big signing of this offseason is Amal Pellegrino, a 33-year-old winger who's played pretty much his whole career in Norway. And I've seen, you know, Chris Leach and the head coach, uh, uh, Lucci talk about, yeah, you know, Scandinavian players, it translates here into MLS. And I'm thinking the Norwegian league is has got to be the worst, lowest quality yes. of all the Scandinavian leagues, right? And it doesn't do anything. It doesn't move the needle for me at all with this San Jose team. I don't think they get better from last season. Yeah, I don't think the Scandinavian league is a direct contract of success in this league now. I think it may have been maybe when I played a little bit 
later on than that, but not anymore. The league's too young, too dynamic. It's more aggressive. The the South American cultures. I don't think it's a direct. I I don't think there's a direct correlation that it means success, which is interesting because they're going to rely on him because that's kind of how they're touting their big signing. Diego Portland Timbers. I was told by Apple you had to take this in order to have you on the podcast for the whole year, so I'm giving it to you. Are you buying or selling what Phil Neville's doing in Portland? Why do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was just kidding. But uh, I'm buying. I'm buying. Yeah. I, I can't see. I can't see the Portland Timbers missing playoff. You know, three years in a row. Woo! I don't know. I don't. I don't see that. I can't see that in the way that. The organization, you know, invest and uh, how much they care about that, right? So I don't see that. So I think they they did a good job with uh, Max Crepo and uh, and and Kamal Miller, you know, and they have a good roster. So they they uh, they do, and they're gonna sign. No. They're gonna sign a striker. Go ahead, they're gonna sign a striker. It's not. They're gonna Diego, sign a right striker. Now, it's not enough. It's not it's enough not right enough. now. You, they have to go sign a striker. Yes, they need a number nine. A striker. Yes, a they're, they're good number it. nine who is yeah. going to put the ball in the back of the net. They don't have that right now. So but I if they do, buy. if they do, if they do, Sasha, now they have a good roster and midfielder is a strong. Absolutely, right? Diego. But that's a big F. Hey, who who's the best nine in the Portland Timbers history, Diego? Oof, Diego Valerius, and he was a ten. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly my point. So 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 the point being is I can buy the hiring of Phil Neville. I can buy Kamal Miller, Maxine Crippo. I can buy all of that. Fine. I'm selling the Portland Timbers until you tell me you know how, how to sign a nine that will score goals at MLS. And until you do so, I can't buy that. If they do, mark my words, Portland Timbers, they're hosting a playoff game. If they get a nine that can score goals, they're hosting a playoff game. I don't know what the heck Minnesota United are doing, Sasha. I have no idea. I, Neither I, do I. I don't even know if they do. They don't have a coach. There's no way I'm buying a team in MLS that doesn't have a head coach right now. So, yes, some rumors came out that this assistant coach from Manchester Eric United Ramsey, will become yeah. Eric. He's 32 years old. He's young. He's got four players on the team that are older than him. Cool. Exciting. Like, let's see what happens, but I cannot buy this team. Even if you have Reynoso, Pookie, some solid players on this squad, I can't buy that right now. No, I'm not. I'm out. I'm not even going to spend another second on them. Uh, Diego, Austin FC, it's almost impossible to buy right now, isn't it? Oh, I'm selling it. I'm selling yeah. it. It's impossible. I yeah, because, uh, I mean, Diego Rubio, it's uh, it's important for the league, right? O'Brien had good moments in Dallas, but all in the attack. O always thinking about yes. how to attack, which is it's good. It's fun. It's fun to watch. I like them. But they couldn't defend anything last year. For me, it's pretty evident that it's, it's the, the thing that it should improve, right? How to uh, prevent goals. And they didn't move much in the in the offseason for it. So I'm selling. I'm selling. They have good players in the attack. We all know that. But still, I don't think it's enough. No. The last three years, 12th, 2nd, 12th. Will this year be a 12th or a finished second year? I just, I, I don't see it. Uh, what do we got? L.A., Colorado? Here we go. L.A., Sasha, take it or leave it, buying or selling. I'm selling L.A. Oof. Galaxy. I think Greg Vanny's got to be the one coach who starts this season already on the hot seat in the last year of his contract. Listen, L.A. Galaxy for me are like one of these old Hollywood actors from the 90s that are still trying to hang on and make a comeback, and they get a little part in like an indie movie, and they want to be cool, but they're not. Like, Galaxy's got to change something, man. It, it's Something has to change 
and and little bits and pieces are changing with Will Koontz and the new new sporting uh, front office. But listen, right now to start the season, they've signed two DP wingers, so they're showing and some I like intent. Them. I like them, they, and they and they both look good. But they're not going to be here for week one. Who knows when they're going to be ready to play? Jovalich is finally back. Ricky Pooch is back from injury. But two starting center backs right now with a combined age of about seventy five. And that's the biggest problem the Galaxy has had the last few years is in defense. Now there's even question mark at who's going to be the starting goalkeeper. Vanny's been rotating all three goalkeepers throughout the entire preseason. I don't think he knows if it's Michovic, Jonathan Bond, or John McCarthy who his starting goalkeeper is. And I just don't think they improved the back line enough. They're still going to ship too many goals. Yep. I just need to figure out which old actor you're referencing. So I'm going to spend that for before their <laughs> opening game against Inter-Miami Sunday night on Apple TV. Last one, Colorado Rapids, 24 transactions this offseason. Diego, I'm buying them. Are you? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they have good <laughs> signings. I totally agree. But I have a feeling that it's not going to happen. I mean, I, I like Zach Stefan. I mean, it's a great addition, actually. Mihailovic is a great addition. I like Omir Fernandez is a good addition, but I have a feeling that it's, it's not Colorado. happening. It's yeah, Colorado. Yeah, I, I have a feeling. I don't know why. It's it's more than my analysis, uh, you know. Uh, it's, it's an uh, emotion to the thing, and I feel an so bad for the Colorado Rapids fans especially those listening to this. I get it. We all get it. It's it's just, it's this feeling. That's why I'm buying them. Sasha, put a cap on it. I think they made the right moves versus just making any move that tries to sell the team. It almost like feels like they filled some holes with some of these players. I'm buying the Colorado Rapids. Now, does that mean they make it all the way into the playoffs? No. I'm not sure, but I think they're improved. It seems like they worked with Chris Armis to get these signings. Still a lot of question marks at who scores the goals, which is the biggest problem for most of these teams that we talk about is who's going to score the goals. Uh, but I am buying Colorado. Yep. I believe in Chris Armas as, as a person. And I think Chris Armas has had his ups and downs since being a player, but I think there's perseverance there. He's going to take what he learned over in Europe, and I think Colorado is going to be much better than they were last year. Diego Valeri, Sasha Klushin, they are going to be guests regularly on Offside right here. Gentlemen, thank you, Sasha. I know you got a haircut. Diego, I know you got to go make sure... De La Vega's got his bed made before your daughter's volleyball <laughs> game in Seattle. So I'll see you guys soon. Thank you so much, Taylor. Thanks, Taylor. That's it. We're off and running. That's your season preview. 2024 should be jam-packed. Right after I call Inter-Miami versus RSL, I will be headed over to Los Angeles to Dignity Health Sports Park for the LA Galaxy hosting Inter-Miami. That's right. Two Miami games. An LAFC Seattle sandwich between, but I got to go. Coffee, croissant duty from Messi, Suarez, Busquets, and Alba. That's no longer part of their contract. I appreciate Sasha, Diego for joining. Much more to come from them and us throughout the entire year 2024. Let's do this. Offside with Taylor Twelman is a Major League Soccer podcast produced by Apple TV and Rain Delay Media. Our executive producers are Peter Moses and John Yales. Isabel Angel is our editor. Isabel and Jonah Buchanan are our producers. Iggy Monda is our associate producer and archival coordinator. Michael Janot is our engineer. Music was composed by Brian Decker. And I'm your host, Taylor Twelman. Follow and listen on Apple Podcasts.
And on the other side, Real Salt Lake bring back Pablo Mastroianni as he comes back as the only manager and coach. That's the same shit, Taylor, you idiot. 